getting six and a half years was a slap on the wrist for this woman. Like what mm-hmm. she did was so much worse than say the Chrisleys or Teresa and Joe Judice. I hear you. And I also have a different, I share a different perspective. We humanize them because we have, we just know that they exist. They're telling their stories. The thing that most people don't understand is how the banking system works, right? This is not just another housewife podcast. Celebrity gossip. Consuming my brain. You cannot tell me that for the last two years, all of these dates have not been blocked off with NFL stadiums. It is all happening. I'm Brett, and this is the Oops I Gossip Together podcast. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm very excited to have a guest here with me today. It is my friend, and in my opinion, the queen of telling it exactly like it is, exactly when you need to hear it, Paige Michelle. And she is also the other half of the podcast, Fame Whores. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I mean, I tell it like it is for me, my opinion. Absolutely. I I just assume it's right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is. And in my opinion, we will make that assumption as fact because there isn't probably anything that you say that I'm like, God damn, that is good. There's there's a rare miss. There's a rare miss. (laughs) And actually, Paige's partner is the one that created the intro for the podcast and he just absolutely nailed it. I've talked about it on here before. Like, I mean, I really gave him two things in a three minute conversation was like, this Mm -hmm. is what I want. Can we make it happen? And he, just, it was perfection. Yeah. He's a freak in nature when it comes to, uh, at least the very uh, music generally, but, um, the vibes, he can catch a vibe. Oh yeah. It was absolutely perfect. So we can thank him for that. Let's just dive right in though, because there are a few things that we want to touch on. And first I want to find out, I know you're not into the Real Housewives and Bravo drama of all things, but I'm like aware. aware. I'm like adjacent because I have like pop culture stuff. So I like have an idea, but right. I don't dive into it as much. No. Yeah. You're not, you know, overly obsessed like those of us that or those that listen here and me talking about it. Right. Yeah. I think when we, when I was on your podcast, you had mentioned that you've met or hung out with Savannah Chrisley, correct? I think that was right after they were sentenced. We talked about that. Uh, yeah. So I met her in Nashville at the blow up bar or like dry bar or something like that. She was very sweet, but I mean, it was like in passing. Okay. So it wasn't like a huge, like hangout. No. And I do think she's very, very sweet. Um, so something that the reason I bring this up, because number one, the Chrisleys had to turn themselves into prison this week, both of them. Mm-hmm. And Savannah was on her podcast. Now we recently had Jen Shaw who was sentenced, which in my opinion, Getting six and a half years was a slap on the wrist for this woman. Like what mm-hmm. she did was so much worse than say the Chrisleys or Teresa and Joe Judice. Mm-hmm. Their their crimes were against government, against tax fraud. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. literally went in and like victimized actual human beings. I hear you. And I also have a different, I share a different perspective. <laughs> I think- it makes it real because we have faces, right, of the older people and the people that have had their money stolen from them. So we have faces of the victims. 
we humanize them because we have, we just know that they exist. They're telling their stories, yada, yada, yada. The thing that most people don't understand is how the banking system works, right? When you put your money in the bank, it is the bank's money now. And the bank lends it out for mortgages, for car, like all the things, right. all the loans, right? And you are only insured up to $250,000. So if for some reason they loan your money out and it doesn't get paid back, let's say somebody takes it, lies, says they have $4 million in the bank account. They only have $20,000 in their bank account. And when they can't pay the loan back, they file bankruptcy like the Chrisleys. If that happens at a bank and there's no longer bailouts or we've hit our debt ceiling or worse, it's a community bank, which is exactly who they went to mm-hmm. were community mm-hmm. banks. That's true. Um, then whose money is that? Whose bonds? Whose retirement? Whose savings? It's those people. But we don't talk about that. And that's the issue with Savannah. Is she doesn't understand the impact of those things. She doesn't understand how the banking system works. That is the issue. The issue is not like the issue is that they have no remorse. They do not view themselves as having done anything wrong. And Jen at least is like, okay, whatever. Like, give me my fucking sentence. I did the thing. I don't necessarily call them victims. Like, whatever. She's not, she's taking some responsibility in her own way, I suppose. But like, they're staunch that they didn't do anything when there's mountains of evidence. Mm-hmm. Or they would not have been convicted, you know what I mean, if they didn't have the evidence of it. And they're still like, we didn't do anything wrong. That is what the judge said. He's like, these sentences are so harsh because you are so arrogant and righteous right. and um, you take zero accountability. And she's only ever going to reflect back that attitude because that's who she grew up around. Exactly. When she said this week on her podcast, like, I don't know why they are getting so much, but it's, it's that exact point. Like, I think people forget and don't understand that she did plead guilty. And Mm -hmm. had she not, she was looking to up to, I think it was 30 years. Absolutely. They pled not guilty. So they got the max really like that, that they were willing to do. Had they been like, you know what? We fucked up. Like, I am not a saint when it comes to taxes or even loans and things like that. Like it has been hard. Right. And if something happened, I'd be like, ah, yeah, I did fuck up. I did. Mm -hmm. You know, what what can you do? How can we work together? I take accountability for my part in things and I would accept the consequences of that. The issue is they thought there would be no consequences. They thought everybody else was stupid. They thought everybody else was dumb. It's that they went on national TV and flaunted it, Mm -hmm. then hid that money. They took the money, then hid the money that they did make. And then also (laughs) they didn't pay the taxes, which again, I have a lot to say about taxes, but at the end of the day, there are victims of that. Well, our taxes go to pay for things like public services and they go to pay for, um, you know, grants and and PPE loans and, and things like that that helps small businesses. We don't have those things. People suffer. She just doesn't see the direct impact. Right. And you know, I, yesterday on good morning America, actually, they had a couple of the victims of Jen Shah interviewed and Mm -hmm. it was, you know, it's very heartbreaking and, and you feel their emotion and coming from that idea and that standpoint of like, they're stealing money from the bank. So obviously there's someone out there as an individual that could have been, or is, 
directly affected by their actions. Why are those people not? Those people need a loan. They can't get a loan. They could lie just like the Chrisleys. You know what I mean? That like, but they don't. There's no debt that goes unpaid in this world. Everything is an exchange. You think like it's not the like, no, the system is made up of people. Right. You're not fucking a system. You're fucking the people that make up the system. And just because you can't see the direct impact of it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. And the fact that the fact that you're not even considering that before you take the action is the problem. There's no compassion or empathy with that family outside of each other. Yep. I, yep. I don't have, I don't, I think very, like, I don't think a highly of Tagrisley at all. So, and I think since they've been sentenced and, you know, up, even them turning themselves over this week, they're doing everything. They're grasping at straws constantly to try and create this empathy around it. And, and, but then people start comparing it to Jen Sean. It's like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. These are two entirely different situations. You there's, it's incomparable. It's that's the issue is we try to compare things that are not comparable. It's never going to work. Right. Right. Not comparable. So, so okay. she's seeing the world through the perspective she has been given through her parents. So I am not mm-hmm. shocked at all that she believes they're innocent, despite the literal physical evidence. If my parents were accused of a crime and they were going to leave me for seven to eight years and they were older and they were going away to jail, I'd be absolutely devastated, mortified, sad. And I'd probably, you know, be fighting for them as well. But that's not the case because that's just not how I grew up. My parents weren't those people. You know, right. I mean, we had a lot of people that like would file bankruptcy a lot. They'd take all this money, they'd open these businesses and they'd make all this money and then they would file bankruptcy. My mom was like, very much let me know what was going on. She's like, that is theft. Mm-hmm. They are not rich. Mm-hmm. Like they may appear rich, but they're not rich. They're not wealthy people. Right. And Jen Shaw has just been doing it since the moment that she came on the TV screen. So it's just, it's, it's still mind blowing that this woman like lived this life on reality TV and especially the one that threw all these parties and made everything so extravagant. And it's just that extra layer of this. None of this is real. None None of of it's real. And I I just like, we love to look at it, but like none of it's Mm -hmm. real. And I think it's more fun to watch when we're like, wow, we know this isn't real, but like, they're doing a great job. Like they'd be so fun, but like anybody that's actually living like that is not putting themselves on fucking national television because they know they're not what that does. They're not going to put eyes on it. The wealthiest people I live in a predominantly Jewish community. This is the wealthiest community in the, uh, in all of Columbus. They do not flaunt their money. Mm -hmm. Like you wouldn't know the wealthiest people because they're not going to be flaunting their money because they're like, first off it's in the bank. First off, it's it's not liquid. Exactly. I got somehow on a TikTok thread of a bunch of stitches of a video, like someone that had gone into Tiffany's or somewhere and kind of had like a uh, Julia Roberts, like pretty woman moment where they yes, were pretty I much think snubbed. I've seen that. Yeah. And they, she, the girl was talking about how her dad came in with flip flops and shorts. And she was like, hang on though. Then he walked into Cartier, went and spent triple and walked back to Tiffany's and was pretty much like, fuck you. This you messed up. Like that's why, because there's this perception around, this is what it's supposed to look like. And that, you know, who only, you know, who has that perception of rich people, poor people. Yeah. Because only rich people, like real rich people know that like those people aren't rich and Mm -hmm. really wealthy people like this Jewish community and just Jewish people in in general, people think it's because they're like, you know, all the things Kanye says. Right. And they're like hoarding their money. It's actually not that it's that they're, they give it, they give it away. They, Pay, like there was a snowstorm coming and we, they were working on our power lines prior to. Yep. Because we pay them like the yep. community pays the taxes 
that it owes to the people. <laughs> and then they take care of the people. Everybody's taking care of. Nobody's without electricity, right? Mm-hmm. We have the best school, we have the best schools, best culture, musical programs, because the community that has wealth is pouring it back into the community. It's a part of their culture of that's a part of true wealth. Yep. But Christians are not fucking wealthy. They are broke, yep. in my opinion, on yep. all levels. Yep. Absolutely. That leads me to ask you about this Dubai tart trip. You know, <laughs> if you're listening and you don't, you're not on this side of TikTok. Yeah. Um, tart, the cosmetic company, has paid an insane amount of money to take, I believe it's what, 20 influence influencers and a plus one to Dubai for like business class. So what what are your thoughts on it? Let me tell you that I'll, I'll explain how I think this is also happening from a business perspective. Tart wants to make a comeback. Tart is ready for the PR. They they know they want brand awareness. So they could pay the Alex Earls and Monet's $100,000 for a 60 second clip because that's what they charge, right? Yep. And they would need, in order to bring uh, brand awareness, they would need like, you know, five to 10 clips. So uh-huh. you do the math on that. Okay. So right. that's $500,000 per influencer. Okay. Right. Right. Two influencers, that's a million. So instead, they partner with Dubai tourism. Dubai is not looking so hot in the media right now, the mm-hmm. things that are going on over there. They need some good press. Mm-hmm. Nobody is visiting Dubai. Like nobody wants to go near Dubai. I, what I think is happening is I actually believe that Dubai is paying for the influencers. Right. Mm. I think Dubai paid to get them there. Most likely the plane rides to get them there. They are staying at the Ritz Carlton. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, uh, I think that the Ritz Carlton is going, is paying them and or doing a brand deal with them. So there's deliverables on that. You just stay, say where you're staying. And then there's deliverables, I think on Sephora, India. Okay. So I think most of the trip is actually paid for um, by brand deals separate and apart from Tarte. Tarte is probably paying for something. I'm not sure what they're paying for, but I'll tell you they're paying less than they would pay. Yeah. Right. If they didn't bring them to Dubai. Does that make sense? It does. I think, and I don't think that they're paying what everybody thinks that they're paying. And that's the thing. It kind of started as, you know, one person getting breaking down the math and doing all the math on it. And it's like, okay, but also in something I didn't even think about until this moment where you brought up Dubai tourism simultaneously, there is an invite only happening at, I believe it's the opening of the Atlantis. Yeah. There's other influencers there. Mm -hmm. Other influencers there. And Beyonce is doing a private concert in a very intimate setting when she Mm -hmm. hasn't done anything for concerts and live music in what four years probably yeah Dubai's trying to increase tourism Mm because their their economy is going to crash if they don't get people staying at hotels and buying things and Mm -hmm. and um like stimulating the economy over there yeah um with tourism so I believe they're footing most of the bill like I said, I don't know what Tarte is paying these influencers to use their makeup, but like they're using the Tarte makeup, but they're barely doing it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like they're yep. barely using it. So I actually don't think they're probably getting that much from them, but they're like, hey, so here's what I see happening. I think Tourism Dubai paid Tarte and Tarte used that money to pay the influencers. I don't think Tarte's coming out of pocket other than product, other than product, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And that is smart of Tarte. And they did it in a way where it's like so fucking random, like Tarte right. and Dubai, like those two things. It's getting everything that it's giving everything that they wanted it to give. 
everybody's right. like, oh, what, 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 I, what's, you know, Dubai, but also Tart. I haven't heard of Tart in like three years. So and a lot working. of people, a lot of people are comparing this to some other situation that Tart did in 2018, where they brought influencers in and like had them swimming with sharks. But then you have, I've noticed, shouldn't they be focusing? We don't care about money and we don't care about buying things. Shouldn't we be focusing on the charity aspect? And then it's like, so is it going to be split? It is the idea of who and how they're going to make money on this split in the fact that some people are claiming that Gen X doesn't care about that. They want to see him give money away where other people are like, no, that nobody cares about that. I just think it's a case of like, you're never going to make everybody happy. And like yeah. anybody on, you know what I mean? Like at yep. the end of the day, you're going to, you're going to go and you could give <laughs> literally all of your money away and all of the tart makeup away or whatever, <laughs> you know, and somebody's going to be like, you're over, over consumption. Yeah. Like you're poisoning them with plastic. Do you know what I mean? Like there's always going to be something. So that be best. I think people are just peopling when it comes to that stuff. I, in my opinion, like I have nothing against these influencers. I am jealous as fuck. I would love to go to Dubai. I would mm-hmm. love to go there and see it. I can't handle people coming and being like, well, I'm going to trash everything about this, but you know, it's okay about the influence. Like go, obviously you have some sort of feeling about the influencer. If you're making such a big deal and making all these videos on it, people are, people will rationalize their jealousy till their dying day. Like they will fight for their limitations. 100%. Like you're lying. If you are saying that you would not want to be flown to another country all expenses paid and get to pay, be paid to have fun with your friends. And f- all you have to do is film it and share it with people. Exactly. Like, th- stop lying to yourself. If you want to start mm-hmm. making progress towards that. Number mm-hmm. one, you know, jealousy is incredible fuel. Yep. But it, they're jealous period. Yep. After all this happened, there was a tick, a new TikTok account for Schwartz and Sandy, which is like Tom Sandoval and Tom Schwartz from Vanderpump uh-huh. Rules, their new bar. And they only had like three videos. And one of them was come and come and hang out with us. And immediately I'm co- commenting. Yep. Fly me out. I'll be there. I will. I will put everything I can into it. I will give you everything. I know it's not Absolutely. a huge following I have, but I have no shame in saying, give me a, a plane ticket and a hotel room. I will absolutely be Absolutely. There. Absolutely. People don't like people think of money. Okay. They don't think of money as what it really is, which is an exchange of value. Mm-hmm. And so getting a free, a free trip is the same as being handed $50,000. And then it's always the people that are struggling to pay their bills or that are really, really, you know, depressed because they can't afford, you know, medication and all of these mm-hmm. things, like all the things that money would solve. Right. Yep. And, or that they believe money will solve. And then they're mad. Like they're judging how other people are using the money, which is keeping the money from coming to them because money they're just going to judge that money. Does that make sense? Like, absolutely. They don't, you want money. You need money. You're literally saying it because you are asking for it. You can't pay your bills, but then you're also judging people who are being or receiving it. So you're judging people for being the person that you actually want to be, which is a person who's receiving money. So you're not going to receive money instead of looking at people and judging them, using them as a, a possibility, like, that is possible. And if you don't believe it's possible for you, look at why you believe that and start working through that. Mm-hmm. Yep. I completely agree with you. 
100%. A little bit different topic, but it just has to be discussed because it's okay. huge this week. Alec Baldwin, it came out that Alec Baldwin <sighs> and his armorer, I of course can't remember her name at the moment, mm-hmm. but they are both going to be charged with two counts of involuntary manslaughter for the death mm-hmm. of Halen Hutchinson. And this mm-hmm. was back from when they were in October 21. They were filming for the movie Rust. I remember this. Yep. She was a set producer and or a set crew, and he basically was handed what he imagined was not live rounds in a prop gun, and then went to practice his shooting while aiming it in the direction of people. I think this is a very important key. And she was shot in the chest and died. And there was also another person that was shot by the bullets as well. He it was more it, less injuries. People are up in arms on both sides mm-hmm. of him being charged. Now, the biggest argument charged that I is have, not being found guilty. So let's forget. Not mean, let's not forget nope, that. Nope. I come from, I was paralegal. So I come from a legal background Same. and I'm always going to look at the legal aspects of it. When I talk about things like this, I read every complaint I like to a mm-hmm. T. I make sure that I know what I'm talking about. The Amount of people that just that can't number one wrap their brain around what involuntary manslaughter means. It means it was an accident and he did it not mean to do accident. it. But yeah, somebody still died. So Correct. there's always whether that's an intentional action that you took, there's a choice you made, and there's always a consequence for the choices that we made. And you didn't have all of the information, but with the information that you did have, you made this choice. And the issue is like even my child, my seven-year-old child with fake guns, nerf guns. I tell him, do not point that at anybody. I don't care if it's loaded or not. We have a gun. When Jesse's loading it, it's like, it's never pointed at anybody. It's pointed at the ground or like away. Like you don't point a gun, whether you think it's loaded or not at other people. If you're going to practice shooting, you shoot on a range or out. You know what I mean? So he made a choice with the information that he did have. And there's a consequence for that. And we'll see what that is, but that's just how the world works. And Quite honestly, I don't judge. I don't have like a good, I don't perceive Alec Baldwin. Okay. Let me put it this way. I'm judging anybody that's married to Hilaria Baldwin. (laughs) Exactly. exactly. Like I'm judging him. I'm judging his character. I'm judging his integrity. Mm -hmm. I'm judging all of it. I can't imagine he's a decent person um, to be married to somebody that ill. Like- that ill. I mean, having not known her, only knowing the context, what I do, like what I do know, I ju- I'm judging him. I judge people yeah. on their partners. I absolutely judge their, their, their character on who they decide to be with. Um, and I don't care if that's fair or not. Like that has served me and that's how I moved through the world. But honestly, fuck Alec Baldwin. And he needs to take responsibility for the choices. I don't think he's going to get a massive punishment. The world is, there's consequences. No, I just wanted to look. I had I looked yesterday to see it. No, she's still. I thought for sure that she would have come and spewed some garbage within 24 hours on Instagram, but she still hasn't. Unwell. Yeah. Unwell. I think my problem with the whole thing, too, if we're talking about like him as this has been perceived, this happened in October 21. It is now January 2023. Now they're being charged. And in the beginning, there were multiple statements. There was this perception of grief and remorse, but sure. that lasted maybe what a month. And then it was like pure silence. Then it's them just going off and having kids. And he's on Instagram, you know, begging for Hilaria to get a million followers. It does not seem like that. And then 
What this really is the got- same man that called his 11 year old daughter. Is this the same man that called his 11 year old daughter a pig? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's really all you need to know. Correct. That's really all we ever, Correct. ever needed to know. Yep. That's it. So yesterday when his attorney puts out a statement saying, we are absolutely going to fight these. They're it's they're fight giving what? like the prosecutor a case. Like the whole statement, I was like, you are accepting responsibility that this is what it is. It's not an injustice. You were not like, yes, you were assuming, assuming that professionals did not give you live rounds. But if you are handling, like you said, a Nerf gun or any sort, or you know, an AR-15, you have to be educated. On the basics of holding a weapon. And yeah. he has pulled the trigger. He had it pointing at people. And that's the end of the story. That's why there's negligence. I mean, I worked in theater and the, the guns and things like that. You weren't allowed to touch it mm-hmm. until it was time to go on stage. Like you didn't touch it. Somebody, somebody tested it. Now, like if somebody had literally handed it to him before he, before the scene, I feel like that's a little bit different. You know what I mean? But then him practicing and yeah. shooting it at people like yeah. there probably was not a conversation. There's just a lot of assumption. And that's the issue. There's no charge that he did it purposely. It was an yeah, accident, it's but just not fully educated on it mm-hmm. and still having negligence. But whatever has happened to Alec Baldwin in the last 15 years, I cannot figure it out. We, I was talking to my aunt about this yesterday. When I saw his picture come up on my Alexa about this, I was like, he looks like Tom Hanks from Castaway. What is going on with this man? Uh-huh. And how did you get yourself so wrapped up in, in the life that you live now? I don't understand I, it. I don't understand either. Like midlife, it's something, but it's it's, oh, it's gross though. It's this, like a- this, I just feel terrible for the kids. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, it's like two, I don't know, like she's clearly a narcissist, but Mm -hmm. can you, can two nar? I don't think two narcissists can live together. So he must be just not well. He just must be like the avoidant, you know what I mean? And she's like, or the empath or I don't know what the fuck. I don't know. I I don't know because it it was really kind of like silence on his end. And then when he went, you know, begging, like she really wants a million followers, like your colors. Who cares? We don't care. We don't like her. Why, (laughs) Why the fuck do we care? What are you doing for us? Like, why do you just assume that we care? That's what I'll never understand. Like, who gives a fuck? We don't know her. And there's no goodwill. She's never done anything for us. Why would we do something for her? Like, the audacity and the entitlement. And that is the Mm -hmm. issue with this whole thing is that and Savannah and Mm -hmm. Todd and Julie, pretty much everybody we talked about today is the entitlement that you believe that you're... I don't know that you, that there's no consequences for your, for your actions. It's not how the world works. It's not how, like, it's not how universal law works. It's not how the universe works. Absolutely. There's always a, a cause and effect, effect and a cause. Like it's, it, something creates something else. And it's happening in front of us. And people are like, why? I am so shocked. It's like, well, if you followed anything that these people have been doing over the last 10 years, you wouldn't be so shocked. No, no, would at all. not be so shocked. Well, thank you. I think we can. That's oh, yeah. really all I wanted to talk about today. It yeah, was a quick thanks one. for having me. Yes, I appreciate you being here. Tell everyone where they can follow you. And yeah, you, you can follow me on I am Paige Michelle, which is my personal brand, and then you can also follow at the Fame Horrors on Instagram. Um, Paige Michelle is on TikTok and Instagram, and then Fame Horrors. We are every Monday. We launch, we, we have taken a break, but we, uh, we talk every Monday about the week before. So we have like a big episode coming up, um, that we're filming in an hour. 
So Perfect. I, I love your podcast. It was one of those that immediately as soon as you guys started it, because you and Jackie, the way you kind of break down all the behind the scenes of everything that's happening, you know, here I'm talking about what's happening and you guys really get in deep, like, here's the reality of what's happening behind that. That's really, really Hollywood. happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So Thank I will you. put all of those things into the show notes as well so that you can go and follow Paige. Thank you so much, my dear. I appreciate Thank it. You. And Thank I hope you. that you guys have a wonderful day and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye, everybody.